0: Welcome to Shootcast, season twenty twenty three, the hundredth season of the Shoot Shield. Thoroughly looking forward to talking to you all season long as we review all the matches in the competition, starting with round one this Saturday. To help me do so, as always, Andrew Swain from Stan Sport and Mark Cashman from Rugby News. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Shootcast. Music Welcome to Shootcast, our season 2023 preview. Joining me on the podcast as always, Andrew Swain from Stand Sport. How are you, Swainy? Virgil, it's good to be back, fresh and ready to rumble. Great to hear your voice. Also joining us on the line is Mark Cashman from Rugby News. G'day, Casho.
1: G'day, boys. Uh, great to be back on board. And as you know, April Fool's Day on Saturday. What do we have? A round of shoot shield, fantastic.
0: Very good, mate. Uh, started with a zinger there, Casho, mate. You've just um, been in and out of the operating theatre, haven't you, mate?
1: Yeah, mate. It was a classic case of uh, man versus ladder, or old bloke versus ladder. Oh, and, uh, old bloke came off uh, a bit second. So, mate, I've um, I've had quite a lengthy operation where they've um, I've got a t- t- titanium elbow and a shoulder reconstruction and a broken toe. So uh, very much um, hobbling around at the moment. I uh, I went and saw the surgeon yesterday and he's quite uh, quite happy with where I'm at and I can get, get rid of the sling. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, physio and rehab are uh, my life at the moment and, of course, a bit of shoot shield along the way. This is right. Casho's just uh,
2: first foray into becoming a Terminator, I reckon. <laughs>
1: That's right. I think, um thank goodness for um, uh, top hospital cover because uh, if it costs $6 million for me to re- rebuild, I, I, I haven't seen a bill for it yet. So that's great.
0: <laughs> the bionic man. Hopefully, that's oh, not man. a uh, sign for northern suburbs. Casha, uh, coming off the top of the table you know, after their minor premiership last year, mate. Hopefully, it's not a bad omen. Oof.
1: Well, well, certainly not. I spoke to Zach Beer earlier today and he's. Uh, He's sort of quite confident about the way things are panning out. So uh, three wins out of three through the through the trials. But as we all know, that means jack shit, I think it's called, isn't it? <laughs> I
0: think that's <laughs> exactly right. I was going to say trials a mysterious beast, but yeah, jack shit will do. Um, yeah. They don't mean much, unfortunately, but that's uh, good to hear they're informed. We will talk about Northern Suburbs, as with all the other teams. Uh, Sweeney, mate, you're uh, already uh, knee-deep in, in footy, mate. Uh, what's happening on the super scene? Yeah, you keeping yourself busy?
2: Oh, mate, I'd probably say up to my top lip at the moment into it. It's mm. um, It's been very busy the first few weeks. And yep. we've just started the uh, the double headers with the Super W kicking off as well. So, mate, it's been a very busy first few weeks, um, which included Super Round as well, um, which was, you know, we produce all the games for that as well. So, mate, it's, uh, yeah, it's been good though. Um, good to get into it. And, yeah, look, I, I think that... Um, you look at how the Aussie teams are placed at the moment there's probably a few um, people that have been disappointed I'd say mm.
1: um,
2: but there's you know there's been some some bright lights as well um, and it's it's certainly been a um, you know rugby's been in the news hasn't it just just generally um, you, you know with Suwell signing and and Eddie Jones and there's just been um, it's been at the you know on the back page rugby where it belongs, and, and that's been a good thing, I think. swaney the actual
1: quality of the footy, I think, has been uh, has been pretty first rate, actually. Not uh, not just the Kiwi teams, but you know, you, you can see the way the Rebels are building, the Reds from time to time sort of aim up, Tars at different sort of times show 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 different sort of things, and then there's the Brumbies, and uh, you know, the the Force have uh, managed to get a couple of wins. So all in all, it's it's been a pretty good go.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think, and and I think, you know, they've just tweaked these laws a little bit to to pull the TMO out of it a bit, or, you know, and it's, I think it's definitely sped the game up. We're seeing games finishing sort of nine ten minutes on average earlier than usual, Mm. um, which, uh, you know, means that the games are, you know, finishing faster. So um, that's that's been a really uh, positive, I think, thing. Um, balling plays up, you know. It's just it's just been a good start to the season, I think. In in a World Cup year that, um, you know, it's such an important year for Australian rugby, um, you know, good to see.
0: Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been good to watch the footy. I've um, been watching pretty intently. Our, our Waratahs are probably probably underwhelmed more so than. Uh, the other sides, thus far, I think we all had them in pretty strong heading after a very encouraging season last year, but haven't quite hit the rhythm yet, have they, up?
1: No, no, not really. You know, obviously, uh, what is it? Uh, one from five is uh, mm. is uh, is is the reality of where they're at at the moment. They really need to start to put 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 a few things together. Uh, uh, you know, some people are saying that, geez, should should Dc have uh, Talked him up so early in the season, or you know, should he have approached it a bit differently? One of the things about it being a head coach at Super Rugby is actually marketing and uh, getting bums on seats, and that what's uh, DC was done. I think uh, I think they're going to come together a, a, a lot better in, uh, in, in in the back end of the season. And listen, if you uh, if, if if you make the uh, if you make the finals, uh, anything can happen, can't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I still think they've still got a big say. To make in the season ahead, and it's still pretty early days, but they're going to need a couple of Ws. I um, one player that's caught my eye. And there's probably been a few uh, across the competition. He's probably a bit raw, but I really like that Carter Gordon at the Rebels. Swainy, he's a bit of a jack in the box. Um, I feel like he's jumped up maybe a, a few of the other tens or the up and coming tens in the game in Australia. But he's um, he's provided something else. Uh, watching watching the season so far.
2: Yeah, look, they've had big raps on Carter Gordon up here in Brizzy for quite a while, and mm. he probably had a false start in his career last year in that they, they started him in one of those early games for the Rebels. It might have even been the first game, I reckon, and then dropped him straight away. Yeah. And, and it was, you know, that can't help your confidence as a young bloke. So yeah. this year they've really picked and stuck with him. And he's certainly gone from strength to strength. And, you know, I, I think he's still young and, and it is only early. Yeah. But um, he's certainly, he certainly got all the, the tools that you need for someone to, to lead a team around at the moment. He's got a great kicking game. He's mm. tough. Like you saw the other night, you know, put himself into some pretty dark places against the Reds. He was tackling hard. Yeah. He was running, back, running the ball back at the line. Sure. Um, and he's got a you know he's got a good crisp pass on him. He, he's, he's got a great
0: pass on him, great yeah, long pass on him. Yeah, absolutely, and he's got he's, some good
2: vision too. So I think you're right. He and he's certainly got that shock of blonde mullet that catches the yeah. eye. Yep. Um, so you know he's he's definitely uh, a player that, and as I said, he's he's been on the radar. He's, his brother. Mason plays for Wests up here in Brizzy, okay, and um, and he's also signed with the Rebels as well. Um, so you know he uh, the, the the two of them, the two Gordon brothers, are uh, definitely stars of the future. And you know Carter's definitely, I think, probably the pick of the tens if you're looking across the, the five Australian franchises at the moment. He I think so. he and Noel Ollisier yeah. are, the, are the two guys that I think are, are probably mm-hmm. outperforming everyone else.
0: I guess that leads me into the next part of the question. And Kasia, you can take the lead here is how will Eddie Jones assemble his wallaby squad? Is, is he going to put in a whole bunch of fresh faces? I mean, I I, uh, was fortunate enough to catch a lunch. He did in Melbourne. I think he's doing plenty of lunches every week and plenty of podcasts and media interaction, which is fantastic. And I think everyone's appreciated that. Um, But he was very much uh, looking to start from a blank canvas and, uh, He'll let his eyes, uh, you know, do the testing. And he had a few questions from the crowd, one from my table, about who, whether he's going to pick a certain player. Well, I'll leave him unnamed. But um, he said, no, he's not fit enough and, and none of them are. So it was interesting, Casho, but it's certainly a new a new chapter for Australian rugby under Jones again.
1: Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's, that's the way it should be, I think. um uh, I think uh, I think Carter Gordon uh, ticks a lot of boxes uh, there at the moment. He's uh, he's playing off uh, pretty good front football, which which always helps. Something that uh, probably uh, uh, the the two tens from the Waratahs ha- haven't really had all, all, all that much, and um, you know the the, the the Brumbies haven't really settled on on, on a ten, have they? So yeah, uh, yeah it's. Um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I think uh, I, I think Quaid's probably if his Achilles comes up, I think he's probably going to get first crack. But uh, all those guys that uh, we've mentioned just there are really in with uh, with a great chance of being on the plane in France. I think.
0: Hmm. Mm. Oh, well, it'll be interesting to see how that sort of all unfolds. And uh, Swanee, last bit on sort of the general rugby news is Joseph Suyali, as you mentioned, has uh made his decision to join rugby in a couple of seasons' time. Your takeaways uh, from that one?
2: Yeah, so I think one of the things, you know, I'm a bit Switzerland about Suali. I think that it's I can see both sides of the story. I can see how, you know, it's going to be a positive for the game. He's going to bring bums on seats. He's going to make everyone around him play better because he is an out-and-out superstar. Um, but I can also see the other side of the story where people are talking about the amount of money that we've spent could have been better spent in the grassroots, you know, on different school kids, uh, you know, in women's rugby. There's, there certainly is um, things that that money could be spent on. So, uh, like, uh, one of the other things I'd like to see the records set straight on is the code war battle between the NRL and rugby and Uh, all the barbs that have been getting thrown both ways. I just, I don't know the out and out details on, you know, the first time he he signed for rugby league, but, um, you know, he's not a mercenary. This is a guy who's played rugby before and he's coming back to play rugby union again. And I think, you know, I think that if the record can be set straight around that so that people aren't um, throwing barbs from both sides of the fence, um, we could all get on with our lives a little bit better.
0: I think we can all appreciate how big a carrot a home World Cup is too. I mean, it's an enormous carrot. Um, Oh yeah. Rugby league are going to be hating that month of the World Cup like they hated the last one because the whole rugby and a large part of the sporting world will be watching with intent uh, in twenty twenty seven, and you know they're just going to have to get used to not being in the limelight for once.
1: Absolutely,
0: um, and it's going to be it's going to be great for 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 Joseph, who's, who's come back. My only criticism was I, th- I think it's I think it's a risk because when we signed Sailor Takiri Rogers, and maybe to a lesser extent Falau, they dominated league, had had mm. huge league careers. Um, so I'm hoping in the next two years Suwali will reach somewhere near those heights. Certainly, maybe where sort of Falau was in coming into Origin at an early age and and really proving himself to be that guy. Um, I don't think um, there's any doubt he is going to be a superstar um, in rugby league and obviously, hopefully, in rugby union. But he hasn't probably quite hit that profile piece for me just yet. So I guess they're banking on that that by the time he, he, he comes across, he's, he's pushed himself up into that uh, top-level top player in rugby mm. league. And... Um, you know, I, there's obviously smarter people than me that work at the commerciality of these things, what these players do in terms of bums on seat, fan engagement, and and profile. But you know, Wendell Sailor in a Wallabies jersey before the 2003 World Cup, standing in front of a corners plane, was was just you know unbelievable coverage. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it's quite at that level yet, but I guess that's 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 the risk we've got to take. And you know, if we're peeling a few column inches off off uh, rugby league at the moment, I just that's just the nature of our sport. I mean. Brandon Smith, uh, I've never, you know, been a fan of him. I just think he's just done some things on the field and said things not in this episode but in the past. It's just, a, you know, he's fired a shot over the fence and it's good for a fan engagement. We probably need a bit of that online debate. But, um, yeah, I just think, you know, we're in a different landscape to the rest of the rugby world where we do have to really get stuck into uh, yeah. bigger bigger codes than us. Um, and I just hope, you know, we can we can sort of – win that war but let's be honest the real war is improving the wallabies position from 7th up into the top top levels of the rugby world because we're we're a far cry away from the northern hemisphere who look like they're well ahead of australia and new zealand at the moment but um yeah it's it's interesting times isn't
2: it i mean it's predictable isn't it like yeah. it, you know we take a player from rugby union uh, from rugby league to rugby union everyone's going to blow up it, it's it's yeah. you know it's been happening since 1908 so, um, you know, it's, it, it is predictable. Um, you're right, it is a risk, uh, but it's probably a risk worth taking. And, yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to see him in a two-blues jersey as well. How good would that be? No, it
0: would be uh, fantastic. All right, um, let's get on to the reason why we're here. Um, we're going to have a quick chat about the shoot shield season, which starts on Saturday, round one. It's the hundredth edition of the Shoot Shield Cash Show, mate. That's a, that's a that's a wonderful piece of history.
1: Yeah, it certainly is, and it's it's a pretty handy round actually. Just looking at it here, so mm. uh, yeah, there's some, there's some real good games. But, Virgil, uh, uh, you're uh, probably more across the, uh, the the big news that broke on uh, on Monday night here in Sydney, eh?
0: Yeah, we've got to start with that. I think um, uh, Billy Melrose uh, has stood down as. Um, gordon coach on the eve of round one which is less than ideal circumstances you would have to say um obviously there is uh something that's going on at the club where he felt like his position wasn't uh you know wasn't tenable anymore i guess there's probably well, no betting around the bush there and uh gordon i guess you know with five days to go yeah you know, probably find themselves a coach that's maybe one of the assistants but it's um very difficult picking up a, a full-time coach um, at this late piece and hopefully resurrecting parts of the season there, Sweeney. Yeah. I
2: mean, what a bit of a bombshell, right, for Gordon. Mm. Um, you know, Billy, um, having spoken to some people from the, the club today as well, um, you know, left on his own accord and um, probably a difference of opinion there maybe, um, mm. and it was yeah. just wasn't um, – you know it wasn't tenable as you say it sounds like Riley Carter who's the assistant coach will you know that i don't think anything's been locked in yet but no um you know he, he might be the caretaker this week potentially mm-hmm. um you know they've got guys like Joel Rivers around the club um as well who's, who's been a head coach for first grade um previously you know who could potentially do a job but yeah it's um, definitely a bombshell you know they that didn't do too badly. Didn't lose a huge amount of players um, in the off season. There's a few kind of notables um, and decent names, but every club's kind of had that that attrition um, as well. Mm-hmm. Guys who've moved into more professional ranks and and what have you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely not ideal timing as the uh, release that the president, uh, the, the statement that the president released. Um, you know, sort of said that the timing's less than ideal, probably.
0: Yeah. Oh, look, it seems like a bit of a shit fight, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a lead balloon, that pressure loose, and everyone's had their commentary on it. But, look, who knows? The timing just seems bizarre. I mean, if they weren't sort of aligned in the preseason, who knows? But, um, you know, Gordon...
1: It's interesting also the fact that uh, they're going to apply Southern districts, which can be... Terribly uncomfortable when, when you're playing in your footy down there, and I'm sure I'm I'm sure they're going to give it the you know a good old rebels uh, a good old rebels welcome down there as uh, as as they have done over the years both the southern districts and also uh, also Port Hacking, so an uh, easy yeah. one for who's ever in charge there at the Highlanders.
2: Yeah, they're, they're a club down at Souths as well. that are having sort of a few issues of their own, aren't they? They're struggling to field teams, I think. But they've got their family day there at um, Foreshore on, yep. on Saturday. And uh, we all know that the family day atmosphere at, uh, at Foreshore can be, you're right, can be a quite intimidating um, day out. So, yeah, it could, that could be anything that game, I
0: reckon. Well, it's whether Gordon steal themselves in the wake of this news and, uh, you know, I don't know. And then go down to South, uh, you know, we might as well talk about that game 1st they I've obviously got um, Jason Brewer as their coach, who's working with um, Matt Barr, who's a bit of a legend down at South. Um, Certainly lots of talk in their preview that they're looking to rediscover the club's DNA and how they want to play the game. Uh, Obviously, they've had some sort of, Interesting years under sort of Todd Loudon with a lot of high-performance stuff. And I, I believe they, they had a couple of indifferent trials. They gave Manly a good game and I think uh, got a win there. Um, but, yeah, I, I think there was some issues there maybe with with depth uh, across the club. And, obviously, um, they've got uh, Phil Potgetter back as captain. Uh, Jake Douglas is uh, still running around. So they've got some, some good experience and a number of players playing Super Rugby that might come back. Um so you know, um hopefully they can improve on their finish last year because they were as low as twelfth. Um but certainly look like they have brought in more than they've lost their casho.
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how, how they go. And I think uh I think a bit of a bright start's gonna be important for uh for Jason Brewer, who's uh who's had some exposure here in Sydney but spent most of his coaching life uh overseas. He was involved with the uh with the Sydney Rays at uh, at one stage there, and yep. spent quite a deal of time up in uh, up in Japan, and he uh, he does pull together quite a good program and uh, uh, a forwards coach, and I think that's uh, probably going to suit the, the DNA of uh, Southern Districts. I think you know, I, I I I get the feeling they're uh, they're going to be a bit more than mid table. I think the uh, those boys, so that's uh, that's a good sign. They're going to improve.
0: Third grade family hill, Swaney, Uh, that's the spot to be at Fall Oh, absolutely, absolutely, with DJ Smuggler to spin some beats. Yeah, Tynan Davies on the decks. All right, Um, Eastern Suburbs are at home to Eastwood at uh, Synthetic Park, Willara Oval. Um, Beasties there are back under the stewardship of their coach Simon Kneebone. East always tend to be the team with all the hype that don't tend to deliver on the hype. Um, do you think we're going to see something different this year, Casho?
1: It's going to be interesting, actually. And and, and around the traps, there's uh, there's a bit of feedback that, uh, you know, a few people are picking up some pretty serious grazes on knees and all, all that sort of stuff. I know, mm. I know some of the Norse boys had to uh, stand down for a week to get... Uh, to get some of their scrapes and bumps uh, sort of fixed up. So whether uh, whether the artificial grass needs a bit of uh, bit of work, but uh, you know there's there's going to be a lot of familiar faces there at least again this year. Uh, uh, Gavin's uh, captain again. I think he's yep. he's going to lead them uh, lead them uh, sort of like uh, quite well. And I think you know they're uh, they're 12 months older and 12 months wiser because. Knee bone at the start of last year, you know, threw the uh, the baby out with the bathwater and completely changed the way that they played, and hence a yep. pretty horrible start to uh, last year. So Eastwood, uh, from what I'm hearing, are uh, Eastwood uh, they're they're they 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 much the same, you know, some big boys uh, in the middle. Their uh, their style of play doesn't change too much, you know, uh, 12 and 13 bringing it up and. Uh, a bit of dancing, uh dancing feet out wide. So uh gonna be a fascinating uh you know, first round at uh, at uh, at, uh Oval.
0: There'll be some relieved outside backs in the shoot shield to learn that Fabian Goodall's gone off to America Sweeney.
2: Yeah, oh, wouldn't there? <laughs> uh, um you having to tackle that every week fair income yeah that's 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 rough um yeah fabian goodall uh, that Lockie shelley who was pretty good last year is yeah, off, well. yeah, off to lester he's off he's gone to Leicester. um
0: well they've signed a Whitey though so that's maybe no respite on the wing uh, yeah cian yeah, Whitey's yeah, come over from rugby league i don't think that's one of john's kids he does have plenty so is but... that a
1: good Whitey or a bad Whitey? Oh.
2: because <laughs> two. It is a yeah. it's a hopper put it that way so uh, that yeah. could be could, be, could it. be anything
0: could be anything um, yeah
2: um but yeah I think well these two played didn't they in the first round of the finals last year and yeah. it was the woodies who went through so you know first first um a bit of a revenge for the beasties maybe they'll be looking for that that's probably the the thing that's been written on the whiteboard this week
0: between these two teams I would have thought yeah batch must be coming into his fifth this year in a row would have thought getting close to Casho?
1: yeah it's it, it's going to be interesting actually so like uh, mm. you know, I I quite like the way he sort of managed that uh, that Eastwood group they've always been up there and uh, yep you know, it's, uh, he's, he's a heart uh, on the sleeves sort of guy and uh, you know he, he doesn't mind giving his um, his players a bit of a a bit of a talking to when they when they disappoint him. If you know what I mean, that's the. Uh,
0: well, he, he gives them a good talking to, and he also gives them a great talking up too. He's encouraged yeah. plenty plenty of uh, players to be looked at by Super Rugby sides, which is great. You know, he he, he is Eastwood. Let's be honest, It runs through his blood, and uh, mm. he's uh, you know hopefully he has another another strong year. We're T G Milner for one more year. Yes, more year. yeah, big word that this is the last year. Correct, Casho
1: yeah yeah, i think they uh, they put some stuff out of earlier uh, last mm. week that uh, that yeah. uh, i'll vacate the uh the building um after after this season
0: mm. oh, well it'll be a sad day but uh looking forward to a future with plenty of promise i know that that eastwood area is not quite conducive to to junior rugby and the moving to the hills district and good on them for having the now and and the balls let's be honest to uh, to move the club out there and I think they've already started working on their, their master plan, so that will be um, terrific uh, for the Eastwood Club in the future. But this year, all looking at TG Milner. Um, we'll jump across to the next game, and this is going to be a huge game. Um, you know, uh, early season favourites are always Sydney University, and our minor premiers are the most consistent side, one of the most consistent sides of the last four years, Northern Suburbs, Casho. I'll let you take away on this one. They're over at the birthplace. University have lost a stack of players as um, you would expect because they do so well and they and they pick up contracts. But they've do have do seem to have lost a couple within the competition this year, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, that uh, that, that is interesting, and I think uh, Uni aren't the only ones who uh, who who were sort of losing players. I know. As, as I said earlier in, in, in the pod, uh, I was talking to Zach Beer early today and he said, of the team that finished the year last year, he'll have seven new faces in, uh, mm. in three. So that's, uh, you know, that's a bit of a turnover. It's, it's yeah. people who have gone on to uh, you know, different, uh, different levels, uh, different contracts, uh, MLR, a couple of guys have gone over the force, Max Bury and Appo. Uh, and, uh, you know, like, like a few guys like that, but, uh, North, uh, the basis of their, uh, their side is there, Harry Bury's there and, uh, and, uh, and, and, Captain again, but, uh, listen, don't discount uni because, uh, you know, Damien Hill has been there and done it during one of uni's, uh, golden sort of eras. So, uh, yeah, it's going to, going to be interesting, uh, the, the way things sort of turn out. So, uh. Mm. I'm hearing that they've picked up a nice uh, back rower out of the uh, the ACT, Lucas Kudrowski, and uh, his nickname down there at the uh, uh, down in Canberra is the Axe, and apparently he's been uh, been trialling very very well, which is what uh, what Norse can uh, boast so far this year. They've won uh, they've won their three trials, so but. Uh, as I said earlier, it doesn't mean too much uh, once we're playing for competition points, does it? So, uh, yeah, a lot of familiar faces there. But uh, uh, there'll, there'll be a Scottish prop there by the name of Michael Scott, who was uh, he was originally going to be the one who um, was going to be recruited, but uh, stayed in uh, in Scotland, and they uh, they picked up George Thornton, who's uh, who's done uh, sort of very well, and a lot of the ten cults that they debuted in first grade in 2022 of uh, a year older or a year wiser and a year bigger. So, uh, should be, it should, should be a good game actually.
0: It should be. I'm just noticing here on the uh, outs and the university list and got to give a shout out to these guys, Rowan O'Regan, Mitch Whiteley, Ben Hughes, Banjo Travers and Louis Holland and Hamish Dunbar have all retired and, uh, they've all been terrific servants for university, Swaney and, uh, we wish them well in retirement. Oh, absolutely!
2: Absolutely, wish them very, uh, you know, lengthy careers and what have you. Now, and good mm-hmm. luck to them all. Yep. Um, but you're right; like the machine rolls on, doesn't it? I mean, you look oh, yeah. at that Australian Club Championship game, yep, um, which they they won against Wests up here in Brizzy, and yep. uh, and you know they, they came on. It was pretty close for the first 60 minutes, and then that last 20 minutes, um, you know, they brought on a bunch of Colts and they ended up blowing West off the park in the, in the end. So, mm. you know, as I say, the, the, the machine rolls on. There's some great young guys coming through, and uh, they're going to – they'll be out there at the pointy end, no doubt.
0: I think so. That will be a very interesting uh, match to watch. Should be pretty high quality, hopefully, and uh, uh, looking forward to seeing who gets out on top there. You'll be there, Casho, surely.
1: No, listen, with uh, with my, uh, I, I can't drive at the moment, so uh, oh, it's, yes. a, it's a bit hard to uh, sort of get over there. But obviously, Swanee, glued to stand sport.
0: But you can yeah. get the bus, Casho. He, I know you're from the North Shore, but, mate, yeah, just jump what, on the it bus. With the back. gold
1: opal and stuff, yeah, I yeah. suppose. It only costs $2.50.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool, tech Zach, he'll give you a lift, mate.
1: Yeah, I think it's there too early.
0: Yeah, true, 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 true. All right, moving on uh, to the West Harbour Pirates. Uh, Ringer legend Cameron Trelaw has the reins at the Pirates. Um, he set about his mantra of building the Pirate ship in 2023. Um, and I think he's had a, a, a good help there, uh, Kasia. I think the Concord facility, or at least the gymnasium aspect and the officers are, are good to go.
1: Yeah, and 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 trees really committed himself to this um, to expand his his coaching repertoire. He's uh, he's yep. a policeman in uh, in normal life, and he's sure is taken a leave of absence to uh, concentrate on uh, on pulling the strings over there at Concord. But uh, listen, that. Uh, that uh, complex they've got there at Concord Oval is is absolutely fantastic. So, uh,
0: is the ground yeah. ready? Are they playing from Concord Oval?
1: Well, at, at this stage, I, I believe they are. So, okay. uh, yeah. So, I just was
0: just wondering if the whole complex is ready. I know they've been training in the gym and using the offices and everything, but I'm, it seems like they have moved back in. So, uh, yeah. Wow, that's um, that's a real game changer for the Pirates and. Uh, you know, it will be interesting to see uh, how they get on. And I think um, they brought in a, a couple of new players, although I'm not too sure whether they're from overseas or, or, or local, but um, I wish uh, Tree all the best this season. West Harbour have uh, been a side um, that have always entertained. The great entertainers, of the competition play expansive style of rugby. And I'm sure uh, Cam will be looking to uh, ensure the set piece is strong and uh, they can, can get some more consistency, but I, uh, one of the nicest guys you'll meet in the ship, He's great competition, Swainer. He is
2: great human, you know. And you know, I hope that I do wish him all the success there. The, the Pirates are the t- they're, they're just a mercurial team, aren't they? We we never quite know what pirate team's going to turn up, and they can they can knock you down, they can catch you napping, yep They can you know also put in an ordinary performance. You just never know. So yes. I hope uh, I hope that they can put more good performances than bad ones this year and. You know, what better way than the old Archer Cup, um, West Harbour v Two Blues kicking off the season for them, the mm. old local derby. It'll be a beauty.
0: Two Blues are a side this year with a bit of expectation. Um, obviously, huge improvers last year. There does seem to be a bit of a concerted effort within the game and maybe Waratah's HQ to make sure that uh, the Two Blues are viable and strong. Um and I think that Silosi is is really looking to make sure they can take another step forward this year, Kasha.
1: And uh, the other thing about uh, what the two Blues have been doing during this uh, start of the season is is their success on the seven circuits. I think they won is it six out of six or seven out of the of the uh, of the, uh, the tournaments, in, including the, the big one down at uh, down at Kiyama and. Uh, you know, there's some uh, some pretty handy steppers there. Uh, so whether they can uh, whether they can convert that to uh, the 15 man game uh, remains to be seen. But uh, they're uh, they're obviously going to give it a give, give it a good crack. So uh, they were there or thereabouts. Probably a bit unlucky not to play uh, finals footy last year. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think uh, they'll be underperforming if they if if they're not playing semis at the end of this year.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I think um, you know, they had a good trial against the Tars, didn't they? They played from what I understand, they went reasonably against the Tars before the pre season and um mate, there mate. must have
0: been a hundred photos taken of the scoreboard. I think Brian Blacklock took ninety five. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they, they had a they had a they had a good trial. What about them picking up Tolu Latu?
2: Yeah. Tolu Latu, that's good, and, and and you know what, he could potentially play a bit of shoot shield this year because uh, yeah. he's, he's you know he's just he's still not starting for the Tars. He's probably you know I think he'd probably be fairly long odds to be picked in a Wallaby yeah. team.
0: And but- Nadolo and Raboni.
2: Yeah, Rabonny's another good one, isn't he? That's a good pick up. If, if he can come back from the Western Force and, and play a few games at the back end of the season. Oh, he's, he's at the Force now. I think
0: they had him at the Waratahs when I saw this sheet, so that makes sense he may, may not come back.
2: Yeah, he, he's picked up a short term contract at the Force okay. recently. Yep. He played a couple of games for him, so yeah. i yep. well, got a tough opening few it's weeks.
1: Two games, yeah. They've the got big a tough g-
2: opening few weeks. The Western Sydney, Sydney, West Harbour away, Gordon at home, Eastwood away, Sydney Uni at home.
0: Yeah, that's a tough start. The, it unravelled last year. It, 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 as much as they tried to say, you know, it was other reasons that Tom Curtis leaving halfway through the year was a killer. Yeah, for, that was for a the two one. Blues because he was. An, probably heading towards a catchpole medal, in my opinion, at, at points last year. And, you know, if they could get that stability in the halves again, um, they just showed last year how good they can be. And uh, looking forward to seeing how the two Blues get on this season. Up at Rat Park, the Rats are taking on the Wicks. Um, should be a very interesting game um, up there at Rat Park. Raddies um, have had a couple of interesting years, obviously coming off an era of, Huge success! They did make the semis last year, um, but they'll be be looking to to keep pushing on. Which is Mike Riven's fourth year at the helm there, Kesho.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they go because they've, um, you know, there's, there's a couple of big outs there. You know, there's Ben Ward who's uh, who's playing for the Jersey Reds, and uh, obviously, uh, probably more importantly than uh, Benny woollett is uh, is the fact that uh, Rory O'Connor's having a um, uh, having a, um, a sabbatical this year. So whether it can be talked around about uh, playing a bit uh, later in the year, I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure. And uh, some of their, uh, their troll form has been been okay without being uh, outstanding. And uh, Ranwick under uh, Sturbin Halls, uh, I think, are going to be one of those teams that starts the year well we are going to uh, power through the middle of it and uh, obviously be there or thereabouts at the end, I think. So uh, some uh, some, some pretty solid-looking uh, uh, form out of the uh, the wicks. But uh, yeah, always hard to travel to uh, Rat Park and uh, get any sort of result for them. I was going to just say that, Casho.
2: That's probably one thing that the rats would want to be doing this year is turning Rat Park back into... Yep. a fortress. Like I think last year they probably gave away a few cheap games Yeah, at home and, and you know, the, it has been a really hard place to win for any touring, uh, uh, you know, travelling team to Rat Park in previous years. But last year they probably dropped the ball on that a little bit. Um, so maybe
0: it's time to turn that around, I reckon. Mm, it's going to be interesting to see how um, Stephen Hoyles goes at, at Rambic, obviously. Club legend, Australian Wallaby, and um, very much his family, big part of the Ramwick Club, and probably part of that old block of Ramwick which they all have longed for. I think the return of the glory days. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting um, how they develop and and what kind of style of footy um, they do play. But I I believe the squad's looking quite strong, uh, Cashel, and I think there's um, you know a bit more expectation on them this year than maybe the last couple.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking at the ins and outs here on the on the rugby news website. Ben Paxton Hall from Brisbane, Cormac Daly, an Irish boy. uh Cyril Karma from the MLR. Tom Silk from Gordon, who's who's a good get, and Sam Crokes uh, returning, and another uh, another uh, uh, UK boy, Ben Sugars. So uh, Christian Porterman's not going to be there. He's uh, he's in the MLR as in Brooklyn Hardacre and. Uh, Nathan Den Holt, who um, who ran that line out very very well during last year, so uh, and you know I think Oilsy's probably tried to say not much here in uh, in in the interview he gave to Rugby News, and I think he's achieved that actually. So yeah, uh, yeah. it's going to be a long year. We we've, we've got to win at the start, be good in the middle, and uh, finish strongly. So yeah.
2: The the other mm. one that they've picked up is the World Rugby Sevens Player of the Year Terry Kennedy from Ireland. He's out mm. here working. He's going to be playing for Roundwick this year.
0: There you go. Mm. Lots so of that's a, um, it's a
2: good get for them.
0: Lots of a, a lot of an Irish flavour running through the weeks at the moment.
2: Yeah, the galloping greens. <laughs> it's
0: going from myrtle to emerald green. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's
0: right. Mackenzie's. What's what's their seems that's an Irish song, isn't it? Their yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, something, something, oh, someone's ba-
0: Someone's yeah. band, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Like can't believe
0: we can't think of it. Oh, we don't pay for bandy ramen. That, that McNamara's band. That's McNamara's band. That's now, it. I hope a few Irish boys have been joining some Guinness at the club wherever that is these days. Yeah. Final game of the round is the Hunter Wildfires taking on the Manly Marlins. Now, Manly has not beaten Hunter since they rejoined the competition. So that is something my beloved Marlins will need to uh try and uh fix up this weekend Casho.
1: Yeah it's it's going to be interesting and uh just just looking at the cattle that Bubba uh, Coleman has at his disposal there's going to be one big body after the other big body running at uh, at, uh, at at the uh, at the Marlin boys I think so uh it's going to be a pretty torrid afternoon up there for them so uh yeah, you're uh, you, you're going to have to uh, uh, yeah get your shoulders working to uh, to actually get the W in this one for the uh, for the visitors.
0: Yeah, I uh, I've caught a little bit of Manly's preseason. I watched the Ringer game. Uh, Manly played Rats in a trial a couple of weeks ago. They were really good. Um, they're not the biggest side though. So as you say, hunter are uh, enormous. Uh, but I will say they're quick and very fit. So. You know, um, maybe if they can weather that early storm, they can sort of uh, finish on top. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, I'd be interested to see what team Chris Salus goes with this week. I think he's due to make – obviously, all coaches are due to make their team selections tonight, I would have thought. Um, but yeah, I mean, Manly had a, a a return to form in some respects last year. We, we obviously were, were out in front there for quite a while um, and then um, had a terrible end of the year in terms of results. We, you know, it was such a funny year as we remember it was such a tight competition. I do have a feeling it'll, it'll be pretty similar. Um, you, you want to start the season well, don't you, Cascio? We've got a couple of a ways to start before we get back to Manly Oval. Our cricketers have had an outstanding season. First grade's just missed the final, but they're in the grand final in second, third, fourth and fifth grade.
1: your no, the, the first grade side missed out. the the top four yeah, back I
0: know. on the weekend. Oh, I know, they were, they won the club championship by a country mile and their batsmen had a terrible day on the Saturday and they couldn't recover by the Sunday, so lost the semi. But anyway, nonetheless, the rest of the club's still in there. So Manly won't be at home, the Marlins won't be at home until round three, I think. So, yeah, they'll want to get their season off to a, a good start there, but um, it won't be easy. All right, well, that's pretty much the... Uh, well, the, the preview of the upcoming first round of games uh for the season. We don't have too much to report on yet without without a ball being kicked. But now Cash are you gonna go hand your C V down at Gordon tomorrow or you're just gonna to stick to the couch this weekend, mate?
1: No, there's uh there's there's two types of coaches Burjo, as you know. There's those that have been sacked and those that are going to be sacked. So uh, you know it's the old uh, the the old story. It's uh, uh. It, it, it can be a mugs game, but uh, terribly rewarding from time to time.
0: I did say that to someone today. Every coach gets sacked at some point in their career. Not that it was a sacking, it was a resignation, but yeah, anyway. All right, well, that's plenty to chew on before the weekend. Thank you, boys. I'm looking forward to your company uh, throughout the season, and um, enjoy the footy. <laughs>